Hi, it's Andy, and welcome to the Hills Church Podcast. Our hope is that this will help your life and inspire your faith. Thanks again for checking us out. But this is what the Bible says before even Nathan comes over. I'll just read it to you. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. And um, I hope this morning I'm praying in the next few moments that you guys get what God's put on my heart to share. But if I'm not going to lie to you, I'm a little bit nervous because I'm in the dark a little bit. But uh, I think God is there. Is that all good? Let's give Nathan a wee cheer. Here's the bottom line, church. Um, we don't mention everything in everyone's life. Um, we don't. Uh, because often, sometimes, we frankly just can't remember. And I think if you set out to do something and don't maintain it, well, then that's a train crash. Um, but the reality is, honor is a good thing. And uh, credit and honor is from the Bible. Uh, we had a dream in our heart um, to plant a church. And God has literally met every single need, but he's used some fundamental people to do that. And even up in the last few weeks, we've been helping. Uh, there's a new church going to launch in Dublin in a few weeks' time, Ark, uh, along with Ark, and then in Belfast as well. God willing, by the end of the year, or certainly the new year. And every time I'm with them, I keep saying, you need to pray for a Nathan. Because <laughs> I don't know how many years ago it was Nathan, and you can say hi or whatever you want to do, but uh, we live 44 millimeters apart from each other. 12 years, uh, 12 years ago. Uh, I met Nathan in Bible college. Uh, I do, I did, we went to Bible college. There we go. Uh, 16 meals with one shower and an African who liked to do, uh, sing in the spirit of God for four hours every morning. So you work out when we got a wash. Um, and, um, but I met this guy and uh, he's, become, he's become one of my closest friends. He's become one of the boys. And um, I, I, I wasn't really sure of him. And he definitely wasn't really sure of me. That's just what's going on right there. And uh, I just thought he was uh, an uptight English wee boy that knew nothing. And he thought I had lost my mind. Um, but you can define who was right and who was wrong. But anyway, Nathan felt God call him. He literally, he was, on a, he was on a job of a large church of several thousand in, Amer in England. And he was on staff there as a young adult pastor. He had a good salary. He, everything, at ducks from a row. He was in a relationship. Um, everything was right, and God spoke to him about coming, about being a part of this church. And honestly, I look back now, and he was so instrumental, and what on 99% what on of behind the scenes was this guy. Honestly, he made things happen even today. I mean, he found out the title of the sermon about five minutes ago before the service started, and then, like, I don't even know how he did that. I mean, are you kidding me? You made that this morning, right? Just now. Well, you have no other choice because you just got told about it this morning. Um, uh, you know, this guy is, is about, you know, what I, you know what I've learned from Nathan? I mean, when I met him, he was a young guy and he was wet around the ears, hey, but he knew God's word. And I learned the Bible from him. We used to talk about uh, all our essays. I learned and I grew so much in the things of God from this guy here. He is not a boy at all. He's a man of God. Um, he's a person that I trust. He's a person that I respect. He is an Englishman. He is a little bit different to us, believe it or not. Um, and he doesn't really know what a 135 Massey is, um, or duffing, or whatever else we talk about here. Um, but he is a man that knows God's word. Uh, God called him here to be a part of the church plant. And then just a couple of years ago, we sat down at a coffee, and uh, I think it was before pandemic. And we, we kind of, I said, I think I have something in my heart for you, Nathan. And um, all, all to say that he can tell you the rest of that just right now. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> 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 he 
Yeah, when I first met Andy, the, the biggest thing for me was, is this guy even a Christian? How, are they just letting anyone come to Bible college now? But I think you'll all agree Andy's one of the best and biggest man, men of God that I've ever met. So uh, he has impacted my life significantly. Um, one of the first conversations me and Andy had when we turned... Well, one of the first conversations everyone has when they go to Bible college. You're there for three years, you've made a commitment, you walk through the door, and the first thing people say to you is, what do you want to do when you leave? And uh, that's not because people don't want to be there, but that's the whole, you know, you're always there for leadership, for ministry and everything. And everyone's talking about, I want to plant a church, I want to be a missionary, I want to go, go overseas, I want to do this, I want to do that. And I said to people, and the first conversation I had with Andy was, I want to be a firefighter. And, uh, and everyone would go, right, well, what are you here for then? And I was like, well, I just feel like God led me here. And, um, and then like life just took a different turn. I felt like God spoke to me over those three years about leadership, about ministry, about pastoring, about teaching the Word of God. And I followed that, and I followed God's voice, and went to went went back home to my church, and that's where I came on staff, and then um, ended up here listening to the voice of God, and just moved out here with no agenda, no like, this is what I want to do, this is where I'm going to go, or anything like that. Just I want to be a part of the Hills Church. I want to get involved. Want to serve. Want to help this church plant. And uh, I'll do whatever. So that's when I worked in the Green Cat Bakery. Shout out. Got far too many shout outs in the Hills Church. There are other bakeries available in the area, but we all know the Green Cat is the best. And, uh, and, then, um, and then me and Andy sat down in January 2020 and we were talking about the year ahead. And obviously we didn't know that there was going to be a global pandemic. So we were dreaming as if the world was going to have some semblance of normality. And, um, and be, both me and Andy came to that coffee to that conversation with something on our heart and I and I, I don't know who said it first but it just turned out that Andy was like I think there's something in the fire service for you this year and I was like yeah me too and so we both reached that and we both like believe in God for it and I, I can go back on my emails now and I sent an email to the fire service saying you don't have any jobs going do you and they said nah <laughs> So uh, there's, if you know about what happens with the fire services, there's a recruitment every a couple, year, couple of years. And it just so happened in May that year, um, recruitment opened. I got tagged in the Facebook post by about 10 different people. Uh, and um, so started, started the journey of the application process. Uh, because, of, because of the pandemic and everything, it took over a year to get through everything. There was a million different stages and tests and physicals and this and that. So every single time it was like, right, pray for God in this situation, and then, it, and then the answer come through, you've passed through this stage, and pray and pray. Got, got right to the very end of the process, and I got an email to say, you've passed everything, but you're on the reserve list. And that was a bit of a wound, it was a bit of a kick in the teeth, because I thought, this is what God's got, God's got for me, and it, you're, you're ranked on merit order. So I was 108th on the, on, the on the reserve list, and they hire off of that for the next two years. And I just heard that, and I was like, well, that's not it then. May as well just... That's, that's no to that dream. Um, and that was, that was a year and a half ago I got that email. So then just life went on. I got a job in the Mark V joinery. As a, I don't even know what you'd say. I build cabinets on a computer. And uh, <laughs> having no, no clue what kitchens were or anything like that. Did that for the last year. And then just a couple of months ago, I got an email out of the blue. And um, we were talking about it. There was... I was, I was quite bitter to God. There was a couple of different jobs that come up that I thought God's hand was in and they never happened. And I was quite bitter. I was quite resentful. Still loved God. Still wanted to, to serve him and put him first. But 
there was a little bit of bitterness. There was a little bit of like, oh, come on, God, I've moved over. Like, is there not something for me? Is there not, I want to see your hand in my life and where are you directing me and stuff. And there was this Sunday where um, I don't even know what's being preached about in the morning, but I went home that afternoon and I turned to Andrea and I said, look, Andrea, like, I am bitter at the moment and it's, and it's getting in the way of my relationship with God. So I said, I just need to draw a line in the sand and say, right, God, I put you first. I trust in you and whatever you've got for me in the future. And then that was the Sunday, the Monday night, I got an email from the fire service saying, we'd like to offer you a conditional job. So, uh, so uh, just, um, just incredible to see. I wanted to be a firefighter when I was a kid through to when I was 18. I met Andy Gamble. God changed the direction of my life. And now, tomorrow morning, I start in Belfast to train to be a firefighter in Northern Ireland. So. Isn't that incredible? Man, God's in this morning, I'll tell you. God, we thank you for Nathan, don't we, church? Uh, we ask your uh, favor upon him, your hand upon him. I pray, God, even that he would be a witness in that place. Um, and even, we just see, Nathan, that there's a bunch of guys there that don't know God, and they're going to come to know him through your faith. So, God, we thank you for his faith today. We thank you for his courageousness. We ask your hand upon him. Bless him in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. There's your illustration for the sermon this morning, Andy. It's time to dream again. It's time to dream again. It's your time to dream again. Proverbs, I'm going to say Proverbs, COVID-19 is well and truly over. Equally speaking, I know some people had COVID-19 in the last week, but we are out the other side but as a church, it's time to dream again. If you hear nothing else this morning, you'll hear this saying, it's time to dream again. First Kings chapter eight, verse 17. I'm not sure if Nathan's back in the booth. He definitely is because the words are there right now. My father David had it in his heart to build a temple for the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. And if you go yourself, because I'm not going to put you through the pain of me reading this whole chapter. Read the chapter, read the story, read the narrative yourself. Please do that today. Go home, read 1 Kings chapter 8. Do it on the way home. Call me back and say I was theologically incorrect if you like. But here's what the, the message I want to draw out of it this morning. David had a heart for God. If you have a heart for God, you are going to get where God needs you to go. Period. It's just the way it is. We're talking about his 10th son here. He's, he's the guy who came through and did because it actually says that God spoke to David and said, hey, it's not going to be your time, but it's going to be your son's time, okay? But God moves through David. Would we all agree with that? But the thing that I believe is that is it's not, it is the heart that regulates our hands. It is what is inside our heart that regulates every single other thing outside of us. You see, so many counselors and different people, they will come to you and they will try and address 
the, what's, what you're looking at. They'll, they'll try and they'll say like, you know, like you need to change the directory of your life. You need to stop looking at guys if you're struggling with something you're looking at online. They'll say to that, the, the girls if you're struggling with something else um, or whatever. Victoria, right now you're struggling with looking how handsome I am. I'm sorry, poor darling. You're only human. Just calm yourself. Um, but if you're struggling this morning with your eyes and often people come and they, they try and fix what you're looking at. They try and fix what you see. They, they try and fix your behavior. Listen, if you start working on your behavior, you're just going to see another counselor, another good plan. This is what I think you should do. What we look at with our eyes feeds our hearts, which is definitely true. Would you agree? But so often we want to fix our eyes, but what our heart desires was where our eyes will look. What your heart desires is what you will get. Would I tell you something now, right? Whatever you desire in your heart, you're going to get there. You will get where your heart wants to go, be it good or be it bad. And here's the amazing thing about it is, whatever is on your heart, no matter how ridiculous it sounds, no matter how muddy the road may look, you are going to see the desires of your heart come to pass. It's time to dream again. Amen? Amen actually means so let it be. You see, the Spirit of God in the Greek means a breath of fresh air. A fresh breath of air. This morning I come to you this message with not something that I spent 40 hours on this week, but I did spend 15 and something else and it's going to be another day. But we've got to be people of the Spirit of God. Our heart has got to be to pursue the Spirit of God. And I believe when our heart is fixed in that, our eyes are going to go there. Not only are we going to, going to get there, but God is going to get His way, Hell's Church. You see, Nathan shared this morning, what a great story, and we did not plan it. He was upstairs there now, and I wanted to say to him, hey, bro, but I did not want to manipulate anything. I wanted to let it be because I believe God was in this morning. And you hear a story about, we met in a coffee shop, the two of us. Listen, we did Bible college together, and we had a few battles going through there with finances, resources, trying to stay in the race. I mean, there's all the different things that goes along with going through a, a theological degree and, and Bible college, because you're doing two things at once. You're doing a full diploma, you're serving a church full-time, and you're doing a degree in theology full-time. It's just a little bit a lot. You go to church every single morning, seven days a week, twice on a Sunday. I mean, it just got a little bit monotonous sometimes. But the truth is when we leaned in together in the spirit of God we got the other side but we met in a coffee shop down there and we heard God together we had prayed together a little bit we had a look we had a lots of good crack together and I'm going to get that so because we be here all day but we met down there and we both thought we heard from God that Nathan should apply for the fire service and Nathan applied for the fire service and fundamentally we thought he got turned down his dream was punctured anybody else in this room have a punctured dream Something they thought was going to happen, and it didn't work out the way. Well, I love Nathan's story because there was a few months, Nathan will tell you, where even I myself, I was wounded spiritually as well because I was like, did I actually hear from God? Was I right in saying that? Should I pull that young fellow into a coffee shop and said, hey, bro, I think this is what God wants you to do? I was like, honestly, even personally, I was going like, am I even right? Am I hearing from God? I mean, have I lost track? Anyone else ever felt like they've lost track? Some more people. That's really encouraging. You think you've got it wrong. You, you question yourself. I mean, I, press, I question my own integrity. I mean, I, I, I've even had to come back to visit some conversations with other people and myself about things God said. Because if I'm being honest, there was a few weeks there, months, I kind of had parked some things. Because I was going like, 
I don't know, I, I want to make sure, because listen, saying you heard from God is a very dangerous thing. It's a very serious thing. It's a big deal. Somebody comes to me and they says they heard from God. Hey, I cannot argue with that, because God knows everything. And when God spoke to us about planting the church, it was kind of similar. There was days that didn't always make sense. There's days yet it doesn't always make sense. But we're not led by our senses, we're led by the Spirit of God. And then Nathan rang me on that Monday evening and he goes, Andy, or bro as he says, I got under the fire service. And it was a great, that's a great story and who knows what's going to happen with your story, Nathan, in the fire service. And we're not going to hang our coat just in that one thing. But it certainly gives us an illustration that it's time to dream again. Nathan had a dream as a kid to be a fireman. God took him on a whole different journey. In fact, took him to a place where I would say, Nathan, you were probably at the rock old bottom. You weren't in great form that weekend. You got that email to say you weren't getting into the fire service. That would be fair to say. But what I watched Nathan Ferris do, and this is what I want to tell you, Hell's Church, his heart was always right after God. I'll admit his actions maybe weren't all the same, or da 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 da, or maybe sometimes he dropped the ball. That's his own story. And perhaps he'll preach that someday himself. Because here's the bottom line, Hell's Church, we all don't get this thing right. We look at David in Scripture, and he didn't get it all right. But the truth is, God still uses broken people. He used broken people then. He used broken people before. He's, broken, he's using broken people now. And he's going to continue to use broken people to do his work. How encouraging is that? Everybody's awake this morning. You see, the presence of God, a heart after the presence of God, is what we fundamentally got to go after. Would you agree? I mean, I love this week in church because groups started back together again, and I just was flooded with reports of people saying, we had such a great week of group, we had such a week great, great, great time connecting, hey, whatever, we're on a journey, getting people together, hearing people's lives being transformed. I mean, you're doing good there, Stevie. Don't worry, he's only crying. We all, we all do it sometimes. Um, but, but, but the Spirit of God, it's good to hear people gathering around the things of God and His people because I believe the more we do that, the more we muster, the more we get, we've got to get the date set for a night together to come here and worship. How good was worship again today? I'm telling you, something's going to happen in this band, something's going to happen in this church because here's why, Hills Church, we have a heart after God. When I woke up this morning, I knew there was something going to be powerful in this service and our time together today. John sent me a text message. I should have a picture on the screen, actually, because I had borrowed his Jeep and his little farm Jeep. He sent me a picture of his Jeep with no rear wheel. John was on the way to church this morning, and the wheel and the hub fell off the back of his Jeep. But he said this, it's all good. She's four-wheel drive, and I shook her under the side of the road at the road, and she's dead on. Sure. <clears throat> Whatever. I mean, literally, that's, just, that's not even, that's not made up. This is, I know if you're listening to service online, you think we're crazy. You should come and check us out sometime. We are crazy. Because um, <laughs> there's something about, you see, there's an enemy out there, hey. Whether we like to admit or not, there's somebody out there. Somebody going to tell you not to go to church. Someone always in your draw to tell you to stay away. They're questioning this. Because sometimes the things of God doesn't always make sense. It's just the way it is. Doesn't really make sense because it's not really made to make sense because God can do anything you know. Way more than you could ever dream of or imagine. Way more than your wildest dreams. Hey, youth is starting in our church today. Let's give youth a wee cheer. 
Young adults started this week as well. Uh, they met in a coffee shop somewhere in town. Today, they're meeting in a really spiritual place. It's the Golden Arches. If anyone doesn't know what that is, it's called McDonald's. And it's amazing, because I had a McDonald's yesterday. My goodness, I love McDonald's. Need to eat less McDonald's. We're doing all right. The chips are getting free, just saying. Just saying. It's time to dream again. It's time to dream again. Hey, I feel this, this morning, there's people in this house that they're, they're, they've been punctured a little bit. You're a bit unsure. I mean, I even think to some people in this room, you think that the whole God thing is a little bit crazy. In fact, you're probably even thinking, I don't really know. I go along, but hey, you know, it's like, I don't really want to take a step that way. I was there too. I questioned this whole thing for a long time, but I come to the conclusion that one day I realized that there was the only thing, I, I, I was in Christ, I was made, and it's through Christ that I live. And I believe, I, I came to the realization that the only thing that actually could bring this contentment inside that I have is the peace that passes understanding. That's the peace that they talk about in the Bible, that Jesus has a plan, he has a purpose for me, and he has a purpose for you. It's time to dream again. I would say to you today, if you don't know God, hey, come to know him today. Get on a relationship with him. Jump in because I, I believe it is the most exciting li life that you can live. Would you agree with me this morning, Hills Church? But Hills Church, we are a, a, a body of people right now, relatively small. This is a small group gathering of people. But by the way, in the context of the church in our island and in Europe, we're probably one of the larger churches already, and we are only in the early season of our church. We are just started. We are just over three years old with a pandemic stuck in the middle. What God has done here already is powerful. Do you realize that? This is not normal. This is, I'm telling you now, the hand of God is upon us. God has something for our house, and it's our time now to dream again. And I want to tell you what our heart is from the front of this church. And this is the guy here who God spoke to, and Hannah's wife, Victoria Gamble. We as a couple, this is what we're, our heart is. Our heart is to see the lost saved. We want to see lost people found. Maybe saves a little bit of a too christian world. We want to see people walking in relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what we are about here at the Hills Church. So hey, if you're a Christian in this house, we want you to make Sundays a, a change, a shift and do stuff. Make people who are not found yet feel welcome. We want your seat. We want you to be flexible. We want you to be open. Hey, we want you to follow God. We talked about this over the last three weeks. We want you to pursue the presence of God and read his word because there's nothing else that's going to do anything for you other than that. If you want to change anything in your life, go to the word of God. Just make yourself read that thing for five minutes. It's going to change you. Turn on the worship as you're driving. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to do two songs at the end. You make it work uh, today. Um, um, sorry, John, your wheel fell off. And now you're going to do something else. Can somebody give John a kick in after the service? I'll just add to it. I lost my way today, and the pastor took it in, and I got a black eye. But she had four wheel drive, sure, and she spun me across the road on the LA by. Heart for God. John's my brother, and I got to get over the thing of saying sorry that it's my family. It doesn't matter. It wouldn't matter who he was. When we started this church, no one could sing or thing. And that idiot there said he would learn. I was so nervous about his singing, I couldn't listen to him. The first time I heard John Gamble sing publicly was at our launch service. And I looked over at Victoria and I saw, he can sing. Because it's not about talent, it's not about gifting, it's about a heart after God. I married a woman who has a heart after God. 
I'm, a, I'm surrounded by people I could go all day who have hearts after God. You may not be perfect. You may not be right. But if your heart is after God, you are going to get the things of God. If you're single here today and you want a godly, a godly person, man, single wants a woman, woman wants a man, keep following God. It's going to come. Because I was there one day too. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your life, and right now it doesn't seem like it's going to happen, follow after God. Do not let the surroundings of this world confuse and dilute and take away your dreams. Allow the Word of God. You're not defined by the world. Let your life be defined by the Word of God. Because the world's going to throw curveballs. The world's going to go through things. The world's going to fire things at you and change the directory and change your journey and da 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 But the presence of God's never going to change. God is the same yesterday, today, tomorrow, and forever. It's time to dream again. I know you're going through some stuff and things haven't happened and worked out the way it has. Hey, I don't know for a fact, Jill, but... In life, things just don't always work out the way it was worked out. Sitting yesterday in the tractor, me and Ralph and moving clay and my cousins in the digger and, you know, sitting going like, you know, for a couple of months going like, gee, what a cricket, we should be in this house already. And then I just this overwhelmed sense of the peace of God. Hey, God's hand is upon this house. I went over and I prayed. I says, God, right now, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I had a whole big idea and. I mean, I was like, I was the guy who always said, I'll not move on to the house until you finish. On my board, that, I just stone the street, want the wind's level, and so they can play on their scooters. Right now, I don't even know if we have stones in the street. And I just said, hey, the peace of God. The peace of God can turn any single situation that you have, it can change your perspective, it will blow your mind. It's time to dream again. As I close this morning, what's your dream though? What's your God dream? Hills Church, we've got a friend coming from America next weekend. No better opportunity to invite a friend to church. He's coming over and honestly, he has a word from God for me and for you and for this house. It's going to be a great weekend. I dare invite someone to church. I'm praying right now, who can I invite to church? Give me confidence. The only thing stopping us from inviting people to church is our confidence. Invite people to church next weekend. Our heart as a church is that we would see our neighbors come to know him. Already as a church, we've saw so many people come to know him. We launched a group this week with a couple that literally have come to know Jesus through this church. How amazing is that? They're on the journey with God. Listen, no matter what your looks like right now, because I get it, you might be, you might tell me today, but Andy, you don't know what I'm doing, you don't know what I'm doing behind the scenes, and you don't know where I'm at, and hey, Andy, I don't really have my, my ducks all in a row, and you know what, Andy, I'm not the best Christian, and you know what, I've done this, and I've done that. I, I do not care. And neither does God. He literally just wants your heart. I'm not saying today I'm giving you a license to go out now and punch poor John, because we're not going to do that, are we? I mean, I'm not saying that I go out and get drunk and go crazy and lose your mind. Are you kidding me? And what I am saying, though, is get your life and your heart set up to go. I am going to go after God regardless of where my eyes want to go. And I believe as you go after God with your heart, everything around you is going to change. I don't know what it is, though, but I'm so excited today, I'm sweating. Maybe that's the fact I'm wearing a coat and it's 35 degrees in here. Are you kidding me? John, jump up. Get up. Get up. Let's do this. Let's do some songs.
I, I think the only thing we can do here, because I'm done, is this, this thing, this worship God. Eh? Let's get their feet. Um, let's pray. Here, here's what I'll say to you, church. You're, you're here in the building today. You've, you've have, you have the amazing honor of the, the, the God of the universe is here right now. You need to know that. The presence of God is here. It's, it's, it's everywhere in this room. You, you got a few minutes now, and hey, whoever's doing tea and coffee today, do not leave to go out and do tea and coffee. It's all good. We'll get it worked out after the service. Just in these next few moments, we're going to sing a couple of songs again. I'm going to tell you something now, right? Whatever that dream is in your heart, because there's dreams and dreams and dreams in people's hearts. In fact, there's people in this room that there's dreams in your heart 30 years ago, and you think they're lost. I'm telling you something now. A dream from God is never lost. Pick that dream in your heart. Worship him in these next few moments. Give it to God. I stir up faith in you. I stir up all the things of God in your life right now. You've got a few moments between you and God because it's time to dream again. Hey, thanks again for checking out the Hills Church podcast. Hey, if this message has inspired or encouraged you in any way, why don't you share it with a friend? Hi, as well as that, we meet every Sunday at 11am at the Waterside Theatre and we'd love to see you at one of our services. But hey, thanks again for checking out the podcast. Why don't you subscribe to our channel?